Here at Michigan Family Wellness, we believe chiropractic care and nutritional-based therapies are a foundational part of a healthy family lifestyle. No matter where you're at in the mitten, having a family is such an exciting time of life. So instead of feeling overwhelmed by stress, fatigue, and responsibilities with the kids, we invite you to become part of this empowering community to create happy, healthy families. By providing engaging interviews and practical applications, Dr. Wallner cultivates family health by equipping our listeners with the tools they need to elevate wellness in their own family. Dr. Wallner passionately serves the Michigan community at his chiropractic and nutrition-based practice, where he specializes in pregnancy, pediatrics, and family wellness care. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kyle Wallner. Good day, families, and welcome home. That's right, my name is Dr. Kyle, and this is the Empowering MFW Family, and we are so glad to be with you today. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for tuning in. The health of you and your family is your number one priority. It is your greatest asset. The best way to have a healthy family is by living a family wellness lifestyle. So if you're looking for efficient, effective, and sustainable ways to elevate your health and the health of your family, then I strongly recommend you make yourself comfortable because we have an amazing show for you today. And before we get to today's episode, let me say a few words as I do every week about Power Performance Gym. Power Performance Gym is dedicated to helping you achieve your best definition of healthy and strong. Power Performance specializes in strength and conditioning for individuals, small groups, and athletic teams, weight and pain management, as well as recovery and nutrition. Everyone at Power experiences a full movement and health analysis to build your blueprint for success targeting your goals. Mention the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast to receive your movement and health analysis as a complimentary gift. Learn more about how Power Performance can help you move, look, and feel better by visiting powergym.com. That's P-O-W-R-G-Y-M.com. Anne Margolis is a licensed certified nurse midwife, OBGYN nurse practitioner, and certified yoga teacher. She is a third generation guide to mama's birthing babies in her family. Anne has helped thousands of families in her 20 plus year midwifery practice and has personally ushered the births of over 1,000 healthy babies into the world. She has midwifed mamas and babies for over two decades with her clients describing her as passionate, sensitive, big hearted, and a playful ball of light. When she's not helping mamas around the world, you can find her doing yoga, dancing, traveling, enjoying family time, and watching comedy. All right, families, let's welcome Anne. All right, good afternoon, families. Once again, Dr. Kyle Walner here to bring you an empowering interview all about the benefits and value of midwifery and chiropractic care as it relates to the women in our lives who are expecting. So pregnancy, so our expecting mothers, this is such a vital and pivotal point here of the Michigan Family Wellness Clinic. We really need to support the women who are in this season of life, and there's no better way to do it than with chiropractic care and combined with a certified midwife. Good afternoon. So nice. So exciting. Yes. And how are you? Hey, we're doing great. We are here this afternoon to talk about the benefits and the value of not only chiropractic care, but also using a midwife for your pregnancy. Whether you're currently pregnant or whether you're thinking about starting a family, this is going to be a great discussion, a great conversation for people who are currently pregnant or if they're like, hey, what is midwifery? What is a doula? Anne's going to help us answer all those questions and give us a better context for those natural 
healthy births. That being said, and the, the two things that we always ask on the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast here, and the first one is, what does family look like for you? Oh, well, today family could be anything. You know, it's, um, I, my family is I am married with four children who are now grown. And I'm all about kind of bringing back the village because so many women today are yes. alone. You know, mm-hmm. it used to be we had we, we were in tribal or, or communal living, you know, and, yes. and women were and, fa- you know, it takes a village to raise a uh, a new baby, everybody knows that, but it yes. takes a village to raise two parents and, 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 and human beings really to thrive. So um, fa- what I'm finding today in the modern world, especially is so many people have been spread apart and women are you know, more alone or not necessarily getting along with their blood relatives. Mm-hmm. And even if they are getting along with their blood relatives, the blood relatives are not necessarily supporting their choices. Right. So so I encourage everybody to create your tribe. And those are people um, who who have your back, you have their back, who you're like minded with, who inspire you, who you inspire, you know, like a sisterhood, brotherhood. It's like creating your tribe that may be extended family, that may be close friends or other people in the community. That's brilliant. Again, here at the Michigan Family Wellness Clinic, we believe in creating and cultivating thriving, natural, happy, healthy families. And one of the ways that we do that is through the work that we do here in the office, the chiropractic adjustments, the structural care, the nutritional care, but then also educating our community on all of the other avenues that are parallel with that mission and vision. The second question that we always ask all of our guests is, have you ever been to Michigan? What's your favorite part about the mitten? I certainly have been to Michigan. Um, I applied to University of Michigan and I thought I was going to go there when I initially uh, back in high school, I was in 11th grade and I, you know, like my 11th graders didn't have any clue where I wanted to go to college or what did I what I wanted to do. And so my aunt actually took me around to different colleges and I fell in love with University of Michigan as one of them. But I loved it. I loved it. It was really it just everyone was so friendly and it was just um, it was very different. You know, I grew up in Philadelphia, so very different feel. Right. right. I love the campus and, and, you know, um, it was just everybody was just so friendly. Yeah. And uh, into sports, <laughs> very athletic. Very much like so. The team spirit. Yep. Yeah. Especially right now with uh, the football season starting, you know, U of M football. Um, gosh, obviously I'm biased, but, you know, my wife and I, we love the state. There's just so much to explore with it. Uh, you know, we've lived in the lower peninsula for the longest time, but we've loved exploring more of what's called God's country you know, in the upper peninsula. So yes, if you ever happen to come visit us over here again, it'd be wonderful to catch up and grab a coffee or tea. Oh my gosh. I wish we had more of your practices near here. Brilliant. That being said, Anne, we want to actually jump into some meat and potatoes for this conversation because (laughs) some women out there may be listening or watching us, you know, on the live or the replay. And they're like, what is a midwife? What is a doula? So before we get into some of the other things I want to ask you in relation to your story. Can you just quickly give us some context and some definitions? What does a midwife do and what does a doula do within the context of pregnancy or preconception, things like that? Okay, so let me just start by saying, just in case anyone, you know, so we can have a content context, is that an obstetrician 
is basically a surgeon and and OBGYN and specializes in high risk situations around pregnancy and birth and you know gynecology and you know they're they go to medical school and they're trained to look for and you know with all sorts of diagnostic testing and, and screening look for and treat medical and surgical complications and mm-hmm. treat them with medical and surgical treatments right and so um, we need we need obstetricians the, the the issue today we're finding today is that when when the vast majority of the population is healthy right so uh, having a baby is a, is is as healthy as breathing if we're healthy our bodies know how to breathe our heart knows how to pump and, and our bodies know how to have a baby so a midwife right. um, is is actually an ancient perfect perfect um, profession, but it's now a combination of, you know, science, evidence, and, you know, art. And Mm -hmm. it's really, um, uh, in New York, uh, it's, we have to be a master's level training and nursing, uh, I have a bachelor of nursing and, um, in, um, and a master's in midwifery. So we have, um, extensive, training, you know, in, in, um, preserving and the philosophy is birth and pregnancy and women are normal and until proven otherwise, as is their baby. Right. We can, um, screen for problems, but we most of the time are, are holding s- space for the women and baby to birth, to grow and birth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we can manage, you know, complications and emergencies. And if something is out of our scope, we can certainly refer. And it's, so it's a really brilliant team between a midwife and an obstetrician um, because yes. the obstet- like I, I, my first job was a doctor midwife team care. The obstetrician just says, call me when we're having a cesarean, call me if you need an insulin, to, you know, have somebody who's on insulin or call me if someone's high blood, you know, very high blood pressure. Otherwise gotcha. the women benefited from this, the, the midwifery care, which is how to support women and their families having a normal experience, returning right. the humanity to it, returning the celebration to it. You know, can we invite pleasure and, 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 and beauty into the, you know, returning to that, right? Absolutely. Um, a doula, so, so a doula, getting back to the village uh, problem mm-hmm. we're having here is a lot of families don't have a village, right. is that in, in, um, throughout the world and throughout history, women have been supporting women in labor. Um, and, and as, uh, as new moms. And so it could be sister, mother, uh, mother-in-law, aunts, friends, all the women in the community would get, come together and help each other. And today, like I said, a lot of women are alone. So a doula is, is basically someone who takes a weekend or, a, you know, not very a long course. They're not medically trained, but they're, they're, they're serving to mother the mother. And some of them, you know, learn really good, um, you know, emotional kind of labor mm-hmm. support techniques. And, you know, we learn that as well as, mid, you know, in midwifery school. But I love to work with a doula, especially if, if somebody is alone. You know, they, they have gotcha. their partner, but the partner mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily know what to do. Right. Right. And, right. and, um, and so it's a it's a. There's a big difference. Like they're 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 so essential for so many people. If they don't have that mother to mother them, or a sister to mother them, or a friend mm-hmm. to mother them in in labor, when a woman is um, most vulnerable, but also most powerful. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. I love that language you use there. I've ne- yeah, I've never heard it described in that way, or I've never heard it articulated in that way. So you're saying that a doula would almost mother the mother, and I think that's beautiful. 
I think that's exactly what they uh, do. Yeah, that's that's necessary. So, again, you know, kind of a theme, as as we've said before on the Michigan Family Wellness podcast is almost a healthcare team. So it's not like chiropractic is always the answer or acupuncture is always the answer or massage therapy is always the answer. So in the context of pregnancy, a midwife, a doula, a chiropractor, all of these different professions play a role in cultivating that healthy, happy pregnancy. So thank you for articulating those differences. What I want to ask you about now is, if you don't mind, sharing a little bit of your story. I understand you have quite the story, uh, both with your pregnancy and postpartum. I My first job as a nurse, actually, when I was in nursing school at University of Pennsylvania, uh, when, I, when I did my obstetric rotation, I'm like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And we learned all about natural childbirth, and I thought it was beautiful. My first job as a nurse was actually um, a scary, was very scary. I, that's where I developed fear of birth because I was a nurse kind of rescuing a lot of the problems from the interventions that were being done to just normal women walking in in labor into the unit. And I saw some of the worst outcomes and they were really scary. And I I was I I saw way more cesareans. I never saw a natural birth. I never assisted in a natural birth. And Adele had to resuscitate a lot of babies. You know, a lot of babies were ending up in the intensive care unit. So I was scared. Mm-hmm. And when I was 23, uh, uh, I, expect, I was expecting my first baby. I, I, didn't, I didn't know about a midwife. We didn't have Internet back then. And I was just like, you know, I'm a dancer and, I, and I'm very athletic. And I was very scared of being cut and, and, and general anesthesia. And, you know, so um, I came in already with fear. So that's already kind of the enemy of labor is to be afraid. Right. And uh, how do you labor well when you're afraid? So, so of co- and then of course, you know, I had all the standard interventions. I was put on my back, not allowed to eat and drink, uh, tied to a monitor, um, had an IV, and and any animal cannot labor. Can their body cannot function in that? In you know, usually well under that under those circumstances. Any animal that's afraid will stop labor. Mm-hmm. So certainly, and and also like physically, you know, that if a woman is on her back, the pelvis is smaller. You know, the pelvis, is, right. you know, three bones connected by ligaments. So that so that so and, you know, it's it's very physiological um, is, it the, you know, the bait use the, the use of gravity in different positions. Now I know to widen the pelvic diameter to, to help the baby uh, to help the cervix, the opening of the womb dilate yes. the baby be born. But I didn't know that then. Right. So. Yes. So I remember the doctor kept coming in because they have a time limit. You have to dilate an hour, a centimeter, an hour. Mm-hmm. And and he kept sticking his hands up in me and he's saying, you're still four, still four. You're still right. four. And, it, and he walked out and I heard him tell my colleague and, and the, you know, hang pit outside the room. Well, I knew what that meant. You know, I'm a midwife. I know pit. I mean, I'm a nurse now. Mm-hmm. So pit means Pitocin. So. Right. I was um, I was doing Lamaze at the time. The doctor come uh, the the nurse comes in and hangs uh, starts putting pitocin in my IV, and I said I don't want that. You know, she says, "Oh, but honey, you don't want a cesarean, do you?" So then, you know, no, I don't want a cesarean. You know, so I was kind right. of like feared into the the cascade of 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 events, yep. which ultimately then the contractions, the, the sensations uh, were too painful. Lamaze went out the window, and I needed an epidural. Mm-hmm. So, so then that happens, which stresses the baby. My, uh, well, that's oh. exactly what happened. Her heart rate went. My daughter's heart rate had had they call severe bradycardia, which is the yeah. heart rate went down very low, and they called for a stat emergency section. So here I was, my biggest fear 
was happening to me and I'm being wheeled in and it's this crisis, like, like on the ER show or something, you know, and I, I'm being wheeled in. Now here's a stat cesarean called and I am in the OR by myself. And then it started to look like an hour as they were waiting for the assistant surgeon. Mm. I was alone. Nobody was monitoring my baby. Now I was convinced I was having a damaged or dead baby. So I was in the trauma and, and mm. then somehow the epidural relaxed my body and I started pushing. I, I got to full okay. dilation and I start pushing. Gotcha. And, and I call for help and the doctor comes running in, you know, get me a vacuum. And it's this whole crisis. And he cuts a big mm. episiotomy and he, mm -hmm. and he suctions her out. Right. And I, I didn't want to see her. Yeah. I thought, I couldn't handle like she was not alive and and uh she was fine like she was breathing I'm sure she was traumatized too yeah but um I was not fine so that was that was my first experience of birth so of course that was now I know is birth trauma and right. I was afraid to have another baby um my husband wanted another baby two years later I'm pregnant right. again and as saying and you know I didn't know about midwifery but I you know I I knew that something had to change something was different you know I, I was really passionate about helping moms and babies mm -hmm. um so same kind of thing the the the, the doctor um when I was uh, in labor with my second baby so the doctor sticks his hand up he walks out he has a colleague of mine a doctor I work with he walks out mm. and he's and he doesn't even tell me he says to the nurse I could hear prep the OR baby's too high and posterior. Okay. Now I, you know, I'm a midwife, right? Yeah. Now I know let's know oh, a lot of babies who are high and posterior can come down, like get up, sure, put you sure. on your hands and knees, you know, yeah. you can use different positions. Exactly. I've delivered before. So my body knows it anyway. So, so, so I, I called him back and I said, please do, I don't care what you need to do. I'm not having a cesarean. My body birthed before like turn her. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, he says, it's going to be painful. I said, I don't care. So that was, I was an ag. He stuck his hand up and he turned her manually, mm. but I was expressing my, uh, and I had, you know, so then I had, I had her, uh, vaginally, I was expressing my mm -hmm. frustrations and, um, with a friend of mine who was in, in midwifery school, I didn't know it. Right. And she's like, why don't, you know, because I was like saying I was having to, I, I'm not like, it's it just like birth doesn't have to be this crisis, like a fear of a lawsuit, a fear of a disaster, like something is wrong right. here. And, and I, I feel like I'm constantly um, trying to rescue a lot of the problems from these interventions. And I, I'm just, you know, so she says, you should be a midwife. And yeah. I'm like, what's that? And, and that's where, you know, so that was, that was um, 1989. And I, I, she started explaining it to me. I went to the library. I'm reading and it's like, I'm so thirsty. I'm just reading this. And then I yeah. applied and I came home. I yeah. absolutely came home when I when I was in midwifery school because because it, it returned the humanity and the normalcy to a beauty and the beauty to to uh, and the celebration um, and I and and then it became more the norm to see normal beautiful uh, births and experiences that the mom and the father or the partner were having and the baby uh, such a gentle entrance into the world. And, and and a cesarean and medical interventions, which are needed sometime, became right. more of the exception, the rare exception. Right. And it, it totally like flipped it. And I was like, this is me. I have this is me. But when I was I got pregnant again with my third um, in midwifery school. And I and I, of course, believe now, uh, you know, in the midwifery model of care. But it wasn't in me. I said to my midwife, this has to work for me, for me to authentically promote it for everybody. 
And uh, she's oh, you, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll see it's so different. And, um, oh my gosh, she was so right. Like it was the most beautiful, inspiring, yeah. ecstatic birth. Yes. Challenging, but I, I was so healing. My, if right. I could do it, anyone could do it. Any mom could do it. So now, you know, that was my entry yeah. point and I, and I'm still very passionate about it. Yeah. And that's why I just feel so strongly. And thank you for that, by the way, and for your vulnerability, for sharing your story. But I just feel so strongly that more women need to hear inspirational messages like this, encouraging mes messages like this, because there's just so much out there these days that can be applied to wherever that woman's at. We're not saying that all of the women today should be giving a home water birth or anything like that. But we're saying there is an alternative to the, you know, let's say you're having a perfectly normal birth, you know, but you're in that hospital setting and then you're at term and the baby's not coming and then they start doing the toast and epidural cycle. And then, like I said, like you were saying, a completely normal birth turns into a stat cesarean section when it's like, whoa, what's going on? What just happened? There's so much that can be done naturally. There's so much that you can do with birth directives. And I just highly encourage you guys to not only check out the numerous online audio library that we've had where we've talked about all of this in detail, but I also wanted to mention, I just had a new patient recently with what's called SPD, symphysis pubic uh, dysfunction, and mentioned the three bones of the pelvis. And this is actually pelvic dysfunction with that pubic symphysis joint and significant relief from that pain, from that abdominal tenderness, from the pain in between the thighs, from those natural conservative chiropractic adjustments. So again, I can't emphasize enough the importance of the structural care as it relates to chiropractic, as well as working with a trained, certified midwife who really knows what they're doing. And again, to your point, Anne, there's a reason that we have those interventions in place, like you mentioned. There's a, because women and their babies have lost their lives. Let's just be honest. There's a reason that we have those interventions. But if we can avoid all of that, if we can prevent all of that, that's what we're all about here uh, today. In terms of, we have, we, our country ranks among the lowest, other on the bottom, as yeah. compared to other industrialized modern countries in terms of losing more moms and babies in childbirth now. And that is right. because of a lot of these risky interventions applied to healthy women who do, and, and babies, mm -hmm. you know, so, and our cesarean section rate is 30% nationally where, where I'm living. It's mm -hmm. could be 40, 50%, depending on the hospital. That's sure. unacceptable. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, my name of my business is home sweet home birth, but it's, yep. it's bringing the model of home sweet home in the home, in the freestanding birth center, in the hospital in or in the operating room. Yes. You know, we can restore humanity and, and beauty and inform yep. choice and dignity to this, to this process. Yep. And furthermore, this goes back to my theory of why women are going to save the world. So if you'll indulge me for a few moments, I talk about this uh, a couple of times on our platform here. But this is this is really it. And women are literally going to save the world. You know, men got us into all this trouble. Right. And women are going to fix it for us. And the reason why they're going to do that is specifically because, as we've been talking about cesarean sections, when babies are delivered via C-section, they don't get their microbiome. They don't get that privilege. One of many problems, yeah. Yes, the privilege of going down the birth canal to really seed their microbiome. Now, there's so many things you can do. Breastfeeding is fantastic. 
probiotics, prebiotics, all these things for the kids. But as you said, there seems to be this rise of cesarean sections. And I'm not saying there's causation, but there's definitely correlation between the rise. Let's do it this way. The rise of the childhood mental cognitive disorders. So again, not saying causation, but Uh, certainly correlation. And so that's another thing we look at here at the Family Wellness Clinic is how can we support women and babies in their microbiome uh, for these best outcomes? Because here's the thing, the insulin levels from the mother are transferred to the baby. So if we want to, if we want to reverse the trends of skyrocketing metabolic- As are the stress hormones. Yep, exactly. We get all of that from our mother. So that's why women specifically are gonna save the world because there's so much we can do in terms of lifestyle and prevention but we have to apply that to the young women who really aren't even pregnant yet so that they transfer good genetic information to their kids. Now, yes, epigenetics and all that conversation, yes, but the insulin levels of the baby, you know, we get those from our mothers. So we have to educate these women about how to live healthy and thriving lives. Changing hospitals and changing doctors and nurses and hospital institutions, uh, it's gonna, that's, that's hard empowering women and their families to speak up is so much easier. And that's going to make the change. Like I, I had a, I had a, I really, I have this love your birth online course for any, you know, uh, um, it kind of brings women, um, as I bring women through my practice and the whole, through the pregnancy and birth postpartum to, to have the most healthiest mind, body, heart, and, and spirit experience as possible and to love it and embrace it no matter how it unfolds. But a woman, I got a, a letter. I mean, it's amazing. This I got a letter from a woman who lives in Central America because her, her husband is stationed there and she was pregnant. She took my course and she felt empowered enough with that information to go. She could not find, there's no midwife or doula there. Uh, she um, only found obstetricians who only did cesarean birth. And the, 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 some there are some countries like that. And um, she got this doctor, she, she, from this course, she was empowered to convince this doctor who only performs surgical birth to attend her naturally. Okay. And that's just from speaking up and, you know, just, and he was changed forever, you know, like had the ripple effect of how that's going to be for not just her family, but for everybody he takes care of. Yeah. Yeah. There's one other thing I wanted to mention, and in regards to the postpartum context, the hormone relaxin, as you know, really prepares the mother's body for delivery. And the point that I want to mention here is that hormone actually disappears from circulation very quickly uh, after delivery, after birth. So this is a major deal when you consider If there's any kind of segmental dysfunction of joint misalignment, whether that's, you know, during the birth process or even leading up to, you know, perhaps during the pregnancy, those joints, that osseous alignment is going to really lock down when that relaxing hormone disappears from circulation. So this is why it's very important to be checked by a chiropractor postpartum and then you start educating them about the benefits and value for pediatrics. So have you seen anything like Mm. that? Does that kind of make sense or resonate with what you've seen? Oh my gosh. I would say almost 
all of my the families in my practice are seeing a chiropractor and osteopath. Yeah, I mean it's huge. I mean, I I use it a lot. You know, I'm I mean, I I sing your praises. You know, I think it's so important. It affects you know everybody thinks you know what about the spine and the pelvis, but every but every every you know our whole bodies are affected by the by by all the nerves that go up and down. Yes. And, you know, I don't have to tell you that, but I mean, I've had such success with um, all sorts of discomforts that women have with you know, babies that are breached, the Webster technique, yep. Webster uh, with tech, the yep. SPD, what you were talking about. Yeah, I mean, with nursing, especially like a, a baby who's colicky and is having sure. trouble with the latch. I mean, oh my, oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, it, it, that, that can be when they're misdiagnosed as having a tongue tie and it's really, they just need a little adjustment there. And, sure. and it's very easy to adjust babies, as you know, because their skull's not, you know, exactly, yet. exactly. Not, well, let's just, as we start to round out our discussion here, let's just jump into some practical applications. And in order to do that, let me set up a framework for you. So let's actually go with that example. Let's say, you know, we have a pregnant woman and she's having some lower back pain, some abdominal pain and some pelvic pain. And my question for you is, as a midwife, what could be some practical things that she could do perhaps at home that would really help to manage that or to decrease that pain that she's experiencing? Well, first, anytime someone comes with me for pain, yep. I always, you know, do a thorough evaluation just to see, you know, what I feel the, you know, could be causing it. Because if someone's having back pain, uh, it could be a urinary tract, a bladder infection, you know, a kidney yes. infection, for example. But like if, if I feel it's sort of the ache, the kind of normal aches and pains of pregnancy, um, aside from telling a woman to go to a chiropractor, an osteopath, I, I, um, I love the, um, belly binder, the it's, it's, um, it gives mm -hmm. support because especially, especially for women who, um, it's their second or third or fourth pregnancy and they're right. and they haven't necessarily done dance or yoga or Pilates in between. So their right. abdominal muscles are a bit like lax. Mm -hmm. So the belly binder sort of lifts the belly up, lifts everything, uh, which lifts everything and actually it helps align the baby with the uh with um uh, to with the cervix and the pelvis but it also decreases the um pressure on the low back and yes. so, and and it supports the uterus so they have less of that round ligament which is like the lower abdominal pain yep. mm -hmm. you know because in pregnancy there's this uh, um there's pressure on the low back right from yes. from the belly and from the, you know, all the changes in, in growing belly and all the changes in pregnancy. So sometimes it's just a posture awareness, right? Some people benefit from a homeopathic remedy, for example, mm -hmm. or, or, but, but usually I really think that it's, it's, it's supporting uh, chiropractic care and massage. I just wanted to add to that back to our example, if anyone's having low back pain or pelvic pain or abdominal pain, what I really find is key clinically is balancing, uh, you mentioned, you know, massage therapy, but those adductor muscles, those muscles of the inner thighs. Yeah, muscle strengthening, that's the word I was saying. Yeah, talking. you mentioned yoga. So there's the child's pose. I find that it's very comfortable for women, especially if, the, you know, they're carrying, you know, as the baby grows, their belly is getting bigger. You know, getting into that child's pose and doing a little bit of that hip rocking, it takes a lot of pressure off of the low back. And it really lengthens those adductor muscles. Furthermore, just to drop one more thing in there, Epsom salt soaks are your friend because the that best. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Epsom, right? And I and I and I think also a lot of women, 
today are, are super busy and they overschedule themselves and they're yep. overdoing it. And, you know, um, so it's either prolonged sitting on a computer, right. which is going to which could be a problem, you know, definitely is is uh, they say sitting is the new smoking or yep. just, you know, um, being, you know, just running around, running around, running around and not taking time to slow down and relax, you know, having a lot of um, stress in the body. So I, I really work with women to process emotions and to, you know, to try to activate their calm and yes. ground themselves as much as they can take time mm -hmm. for, their, for, their, for themselves. Um, and it, you know, it's, just, it's just okay to cross like most things off your to-do list, you know, listen yeah. to your body is really yeah. trust your body. It doesn't lie. Well, Anne, thank you so much for joining us here on the Facebook live on the Michigan family wellness podcast. You mentioned it earlier, but tell our listeners, tell our audience, where can they go to find more about you? So my website is home, sweet, home, birth. Dot com. So if you go to homesweethomebirth.com forward slash gift, and it has 154 of my favorite resources um, to support um, a woman pre-pregnancy, in pregnancy, birth, postpartum, breastfeeding, dad, siblings, beyond, women, inspiration, health. Yeah, but, but really a holistic lifestyle, how to embrace a holistic lifestyle and, you know, positive, empowering birth stories and books and movies and supplies. Well, again, we're all about creating and cultivating and supporting the women in our lives, specifically during pregnancy, because that leads to the cultivation of thriving families. And that's what we're all about here at the Family Wellness Clinic. I want to thank you so much, Anne, for joining us today. Thank you. Awesome. Pleasure. Have a good day. We'll talk to you soon. All right, families, what'd you think? We'd love to get your feedback. If you would like to email me about anything you've heard on this or any previous edition of the Family Wellness Lifestyle Podcast, you may do so by writing drkyle at michiganfamilywellness.com and take full advantage of the Family Lifestyle Audio Library at michiganfamilywellness.com. Connect with us on social media at michiganfamilywellness. Thanks so much for tuning in, families. Have an awesome week. And remember, we can do far more together than we could ever do apart. Now that you've been equipped with the latest in family wellness solutions, we want to encourage you to apply these strategies right away. But the thing is, there's still so much to learn. Connect with Dr. Walner's chiropractic and nutrition office by going to michiganfamilywellness.com and click the newsletter sign-up button to join the informative and supportive community of chiropractic wellness. You will also receive as a gift from Dr. Walner a copy of Michigan Family Wellness Solutions, an invaluable resource containing dynamic tools to elevate family health and vitality. Michigan Family Wellness wants to thank you for being part of today's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. 